This week on On The Ranch. The Cowboys got roasted by a chook. We look at how the sin is in the bin. And Volandis is on the backtrack. This is On The Ranch. Yeah, welcome to episode 72, jumping straight into it, everybody is shocked. Who was that? Was that Pistol? It, yeah, could have been. That was Pistol, and he's sitting to my right. We thought we'd throw it to him tonight, he ran the intro, he just ran with it, off just the cuff, how was that? Took the ball, stood up for the team when it needed to be, and just ran it to the end zone. It's not bad, I've got a scripted, but he can uh, he can do it on the fly, a little jelly. Sitting across from him at Morgan Holmes Evans. Hello everybody, how's it going? Wonderful. I mean, Pete is the master of going on the fly, though, because he's, you know, on the spot. That's right. So he, he knows how to... Oh, he doesn't script those on the spots, does he? Yeah, he might rehearse a couple of them and then ad-lib at times, yeah. Yeah. That Raiders one I did up on top of the hill was on the spot. Yeah, see, that was pretty awesome. The original ones were on the spot. The original they ones got were on the spot. scripted there for a bit, but... Yeah. I mean, as in, as in, they're scripted as in he writes them out so he can rehearse them. Yeah. And then, but then does he, them on the spot. He does go away from. Yeah, I don't have any script when I'm doing. Yeah, it. You, yeah, you can't see what's behind the camera. There's a big guy with these big cue cards, oh, throws it out oh, there. It is the next one. And I wish we nearly did that. Once. I wish. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> Barking Frog MC is in the house. In the house. What's up? With his hardly normal shirt. Hardly normal. Hardly yep. normal jersey. Yeah, this one. This was a fifty dollars one from Sports Scene. Happy days. Interesting. Yeah. They're good ones. No, there's one that was sports ones. Yeah, these were, I, I do like these ones. I like, and I like the away more so than the home. I like them because it's Toyota across the top, so you can actually screen print and sign all the team shirt instead of having the big Toyota logo in the middle. You've got to try and dodge around. Mm. Yeah, yeah, fair call. Mm, I'm cool. always dodging Toyotas. Oh, lately. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we'll get away from that before that goes down a path we don't want to go. The post box is chockers. <laughs> oh, she's full. First and foremost, though, we had a bunch of people tip a perfect round. So I uh, put a, uh, a picture of, I think it was eight or nine, ten people that actually tipped nine. a perfect round. Nine. And Sammy Davis commented and just basically said, turncoats. Can't agree more with you, Sammy. Because <laughs> that's all Can't the people agree that more. tipped against the Cowboys. Yeah, where's the faith? I'm included. Yeah. Hey, it's tipping. Hustle. Tip with your head. No, you don't. You tip Hustle with your heart. Now. Look at this guy. Tip with your heart and only your heart. Damien Hines said, woohoo, I win a sticker. My wife and I, I won't say who they are in case he doesn't want everybody to know who he is, but he is one of the guys who tipped perfect ground this week and his 13-year-old son is one of the other ones, I think. No, no, he's, oh, no, 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 no. His, his, son, was, yep, his son was doing better than him and his wife on tipping comp nice. and then they had the perfect round on, on, on the doubles, so they... Yep. Jumped him and that, and now he's getting a sticker and his son isn't. So, uh, ah. yeah, I said, make sure you rub it in. <laughs> I'm sure he will. <clears throat> Last week, we discussed if the games are the same every year for Magic Round. Our Swiss correspondent did some homework and he said the fixtures in the Super League Magic Weekend, referring to English Super League. Uh, change every year and are loosely based on finishing positions from last season. They changed that in 2019 from choosing games that were local derbies or competitive games because nobody wants to see the same games every year. Yeah, because you seem to find the same Super League 
little bit, little bit like us in the sense there seems to be the same serial offenders at the top of the table and the same serial offenders at the bottom of the table. So mm, tends to be over. So I think they they've started going down the derby route so that they yep. can get bigger crowds. I don't know. I think it's it has sort of evened out to an extent. Like yeah, Storm and Roosters have always been up there, and South have sort of floated in and around. But I mean, two years ago, everyone. Even last year, everyone laughed at the thought of Penrith finishing minor premiership. Oh, dear. No yeah, doubt. there is that. There always and everyone, everyone says Broncos is a powerhouse. I guess, Look at them now. I, I guess for me, even if we went down the path of, um, you know, derbies and that, I, I hope they don't. No, same. Because I think that takes away from the regular fans, yeah. like the, the, the members, all the members of the clubs who don't then get the possibly don't get the opportunity yeah. to go and see that derby game. You know, Could you imagine? I mean, for us, it's not a huge issue because our derby game would be against the Broncos. We always play one game at, at, at Brisbane anyway, anyway. So it's not. it wouldn't hurt us too much. But I'd be dirty as hell, and I know the club would be too, if it was our, meant to be our home game against the Broncos oh, and it got played down there. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because be. then there'd be two derby. We generally well, play a derby against the Broncos twice every yeah, year. One that's up here, one down there. So that makes sense. But you'd play the one that was meant to be down there, down there. I still stick you would, by... You'd like to hope I they would. I still stick by that that Magic Round should be the Broncos' home game. Yeah, same. Yep. I agree. And, so, and not on, that it mattered this week. <laughs> I didn't, didn't think it would have mattered. I still anymore. haven't technically won away since round oh, one last year. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, on that with the derbies as well, but you've also got... Teams like Roosters and South, you wouldn't want them to be playing in Brisbane. No. St. George and Cronulla. Yeah. You know, Penrith and Parramatta. Yeah, you, know, like, you, yeah. you, you wouldn't. So I, I think it. however they do, I think they just go, all right, this is going to be the week. Whatever the draw is, that's the game. You know, mm. I, I probably do agree with Rob to a certain degree, though, that the Broncos, it should be a home game. A home game for them. Yeah. Cameron Groundwater said, one day Pistol will get me some cash in refer reference to his multi. Watch this space, Cameron. I've got a pearl at this week, and I'm I'm actually going to put a bit more than twenty on it myself. Oh, look out! Yeah, Ryan Robbie said, uh, "Is Pistol Russell Coit?" Now, I think he said this the week before last, and we we missed it. But yeah, it was in relation to a Facebook post me mate Trent put up for my birthday, and I had the khaki shirt on in the khaki pants because I just come off doing a job and was it in reference to that because he said it's in reference to your very long-winded explanation of the Queensland Derby three-team system oh, which was a right. very Russell Coit explanation yeah. now that I think of it yeah well <laughs> I, was, I was thinking of something else uh look Ryan no I, I explained that quite well I think <laughs> I don't think you did he also just wants multis that look like real multis <laughs> <laughs> again just stay tuned until the multi segment this week because it's it's worth more than twenty. Put it that way. All right, Paul Gastrell said, "Hey guys, what's your thoughts on the current crop of players with how they enter the games these days?" I was at Magic Round, and time and time again, when the teams would run into the field, the supporters and diehard fans would try and get high fives and recognition. Uh, the players would snub them. Along with that, I noticed they wouldn't run into the field through their cheerleaders, as both teams would run on either side of the cheerleaders instead of through the middle. Yeah, I've seen this too. I personally think this is a slap in the face to the fans as the players seem to think they're bigger than the game. What's your thoughts? On a positive note, it was really great to see Ruben Garrick take the time to run up the stairs in the grandstand and take a photo with the lady in the wheelchair. Top bloke. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I, Nathan Cleary I, actually did the same thing. I have, an, I have an opinion to, to part of that question. Well, okay. Running through, the, running through the cheerleaders? Yeah, fair enough. I can live with, I can live with the disgruntledness on that. 
Yeah, yeah well, I, I reckon you should run through it I, instead I, of I, running to the I, sides. I, I can, that'd be like you know, going to an AFL game and watching every, all the team run through the banner except for one player. I, I, I get that argument. As for the high fives, you think about it. When they're running onto the field, they're in a zone. Mm. They've got a job to do. You know, um, Coming off the field, different story. Yeah, yep. Different story. And you find most players um, do at least try to acknowledge or walk around when they walk around the field. Now, yeah, running out onto the field. Look, some players have, have no drama with that. Some players are quite happy to slap high fives, hitting kids' hands as they're running out onto the field and stuff like that. The only difference I would make there, yeah, when it's general public or people in the stands, no, if there's, as in, they should be given high fives if it's a special guard of honour with kids that have been brought out specifically like junior clubs mm. or um, kids who have, yeah. uh, it might be their cancer wish or whatever, I don't know, but often there'll be kids at the end of the cheerleaders. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes you'll see players will they just might run get, past them as well. Out of 34 players, they might get, oh, sorry, 26 when they take the field. Yeah. Um, they might. They might uh, get three or four. Three or four, yeah. yeah. Whereas they, like, the bloke should be taking the time. Yeah, look, I, 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 yeah, I know they're I'm not, in a zone. I'm, I'm, and not I gonna, that. I'm not going to argue that. I, I think that's a fair call. It's also nothing to walk to run out. Run some out people do. Like this. Some some people some With people do have uh, have rituals. On. I, I, look, I don't know. I've not talked to the players mm. about these kind of things, but I think if you give some, a little bit back to the fans and the supporters, on yeah, like, but even, I think it, the players even do. Even I think an acknowledgement. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think a lot of the players do. I mean, sometimes you've got. to... They will do after the game. Not yeah. 99% of them oh. after a game are more than happy to it's, run around, get photos. It's great at QCB, I've seen, when they're yeah. doing those laps of honour and they're like people are saying, oh, can we get a photo? No, give us your phone. I'll yeah. take a selfie with me in it with you. And yeah, because yeah, it's a better photo. Yeah, look, yeah. I, I, I don't disagree with what the questions raise. I'll but take I, your phone. <laughs> See you later. See ya. Don but Giovanni. But I, I just think onto the field... The, the point that you've put, Rob, yeah, okay, I can live with that. But sometimes, you know, there's people hanging over the, the top of the yeah. over, over the, the chute and stuff like that, trying to get a high five. Might get some lager louts. Yeah, I mean... All right. Topic raised at work. I'm tipping this one comes from Pistol. Yeah, this was from myself today. I, yeah, I, just I tried getting one of the blokes to write it in. I said, look, I'll just tell me what you want. I'll bring yeah. it up on the pod. With talks about taking head clashes out of the game, do you think it's time that wearing headgear became compulsory? What's your thoughts if the Cowboys started this? Headgear manufacturers such as Madison can then have their logo sponsorship on there. Cowboys would be unique in starting this initiative. No. no. If only wearing headgear stopped concussions or no. had any reduction in concussions it's been proven that they don't yeah but surely it's got to do some form of softening of the blow no, no. All, all they no. do is stop scratches and bits of hair getting caught like if you're, that's, if, that's you're on a, if you're yeah. on a job site and you're wearing a hard hat a hard hat's very different to a but if now there's that, an idea if a hammer <laughs> hard hats on the field go. if a hammer falls on your head wearing a hard hat yeah but a hard it's hat gonna is be designed be, for that it's uh, not going to stop the concussion though head gear, head gear doesn't it's been Proven they do not stop concussions. I mean, a hard hat might stop your head getting cracked open. That's right. But the shock is still going to come That's through exactly your, your brain. Well, it's actually mandatory now in, in any club cricket, whether it's thirds or resies or A's or whatever, you have to wear a helmet. Unless sense. if it's a spinner. There that you makes, go. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah and, and look, but that's still not going to stop a concussion if the ball hits the helmet. Do a hell of a lot better without wearing one. Not arguing that. Well, yeah. 
But it doesn't stop the concussion. That's that's the point. It doesn't stop the concussion. So that's the argument. Kat Gunn said she was listening to the pod with an unhappy Broncos supporter on their way to Magic Round. Gunny. He was a lot unhappier afterwards, I can assure you. you. Good. Now, this week, speaking of Magic Round, we all know about the crackdown on head clashes. Jeez, didn't I upset the apple cart? Abracadabra, Wallakazam. I call this trick the disappearing fan. Thank you to wherever you found that one. Uh, I, I can't lay claim to, to creating that. There's been that, that you stole picture, it from somewhere else. I stole anyway. it from somewhere else. That picture's been going around. It's had a few different little subtexts on there, but yeah. I think this has garnered the most comments we've ever had. Kate Cornish, of course, we don't need head injuries. There are already rules in place for that. What they are doing now is interpreting the rule differently. Lachlan Burrs was run into by Tedesco's head. Uh, Burr spent some time at Simbin because Teddy ran into him with his head. The rule only works if everyone understands a deliberate head high tackle and an accidental collision of two bodies, and in this case, the attacker's fault. Magic Round was ruined by this ridiculousness. Alex Campbell said, I'm happy for any player to be sent off for a swinging arm to the head, but 10 minutes for getting a, for getting a headbutt to the chest? Come yep. on. John Spencer said, I agree 100% with player protection, but there's also an assumed level of risk when playing, not just league or contact sports, but any sport has potential for things to go sideways. Freak accidents do occur. Where does it stop? Yep. And he said, how much onus is placed onto the ball runner to keep himself safe? That 100%. was the other one. Josh Elmar said, I think a fine and on report is enough. Players are going to be milking it like no tomorrow. And then we have players like Tedesco who can't stand up straight when he runs. <laughs> Damien Hines said, I understand support and push to protect players, but I do feel sorry for players like Burr had his arms below horizontal when Teddy fell into him. Not yeah. sure what else could have, what else he could have done differently. Uh, Lennon Campbell said, laziness and fatigue can't be used as excuses. They're going to be unfortunate times like Burr where a normal tackle goes wrong, but any forceful contact to the head should be an automatic yellow. Um, Sam Davis said, uh, it's not St. Peter's fault, it's shark in the car park abdo. <laughs> I think it's a little bit both, actually, Sam. So. Abdo was certainly um, towing the line on one of the shows I saw on the weekend, but Volandis is very much pushing it as well. I'd, I'd say it's an NRL-wide thing. Oh, you can see... The mall can... seems to think that it's just to stop the league getting sued in 10 years' time. Which well, I'm, and I'm it probably which is. will be part of it. However... Look at the NFL. Look how many players are now suing the league. I think it's got to do with speeding up the game. Did you see it was in Bloke in a Bar, uh, which I think is Denning Kemp's yep. uh, podcast. That's correct, yeah. He had um, Finchie on. Yep. And Finchie explained it really well. They sped up the game with all these six agains and, and set restarts, and which is six agains, I know. And now he's trying to band-aid because people... It's introducing fatigue, right? And now... With that fatigue comes these loose shots, people getting hit in the head, blah, blah, blah. So what do you do? You send a player off for 10 minutes. What do the rest of the other players have to do? they got to make up the difference mm. so they get more fatigued. So then more head-high shots mm. come into it, and it's a never-ending cycle. It's a very good point, which is very odd coming from Finchie, but there it is. He's a, he's a footy head. He is a, he is a footy head. Look, he uh, is. I, I keep touching back to what Trent said on, on the NRL 360 last night. It, do yourselves a favour. Hunt that interview down. He summed it up beautifully in my eyes in the sense of he goes what's going to happen is is we're now going to start cradling in the tackle so we're just going to sort of hold them in and he goes two things will happen from that is that they're not committing to the tackle so they're liable to get more hurt um, because you're not committing to the tackle so you know as as we all know when you don't commit to something nine times a ten you end up busting something he goes or it's going to go to the other extreme is it's going to become like a game of touch because you're not going to commit to the tackle they're going to pop the ball out and off she goes well we did get a picture somebody posted a picture saying 
NRL Magic Round in 2022, I think, and it was a picture of Touch, touch Football. Yeah, yeah. or State of the Origin. State of Origin one, yeah. 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 Uh, Matty Harvey said, bit of my thoughts for the pod. Bennett referenced Rugby Union as an example of their sport, outlawing contact above the shoulders for player safety. He fails to recognise that the sport has 15 players on the field and it's a different tactical sport. You can have a player red-carded in Union and still win a game for many reasons. Uh, in league, that's a different scenario, much different. He also fails to recognise the many different body positions rugby players use because of the fact that you have to protect the ball at all times with it always being live. It's a body height thing. I'm a rugby boy, so I played rugby more than league and we were always taught to get down low. It's harder to, to stop the drive when you're low. We always used to joke... When, when we were playing a game, you, you could pick the leaguies playing Union because they're all the ones that run upright and you used to just pick them off because it was so easy to tackle them and bend them back or turn them in the, in the, in the tackle so you can get the, get the ball out of the ruck. All that's happening now is that league people have learned don't run upright, get down lower. So you, you're inevitable, there's going to be contact with the head. My argument is though is, is well, okay, so what happens when... Um, are they ever going to outlaw the fact that what happens, you know, you see some players when they're running the ball up, they turn the shoulder. Mm. How is that any different? Like, in all honesty, like, I'm not trying to nitpick and trying to throw crap back at that the rule, but what's the difference? What happens this week when Cowboys, let's just use Cowboys as an example, they're on the attack two metres out from the try line, Robson, dummy, ducks the head, show and go to score a try, cops one across the eyes. Head high tackle. I tell you exactly what's going to happen. Ten in the bin. He'll get the try. We'll probably get a penalty try out. Possibly get a penalty try out of it, and then someone will end up in the bin or sent off. Yeah. For no, it? but no fault of Robson's only. He gets rewarded. Yep. For putting himself in a bad position because of the the wonder way if, they're policing. It. Wonder it's if just Dylan, ridiculous. Dylan Napper will go back to his old style of leading with the head. Yeah, well, and, and that's the thing. Why wouldn't he? <clears throat> why wouldn't you? I mean, I probably wouldn't because it, it'll hurt, but. You know what what I mean? got me was with the, the, the Tedesco falling into Burr. <clears throat> yeah, it should have been only on report, not sent off. But then Tedesco went for a, inverted commas, HIA. No, he was back on the no, field in no, two no, seconds. No, no, he didn't go for a HIA. Let's clear this up because I've seen a lot of people going on about yeah. this. He, well, did he, not, he did not go for a HIA. It is a complete farce of the rule. Because, okay, you want to know why? This is why. Well, yeah. Lachlan Burr has been put on report. Once you, have a re- someone, once, once you are possibly injured... In a, on, on a reportable offence, you can go off for a free interchange, irrelevant of whether it's HIA or not. Yeah. Right? If I if I chicken if I yeah, yeah, yeah. if I so chicken he went off he went off it was it was all tactical. This is exactly what Kyle said at the start of the, at but, our first podcast at the start of the yeah. season. He goes, I don't have a problem with these rules as long as people don't bastardise it. No, but he came straight back on. Yeah, because so how does that help? Okay, because here we go. Listen to me. So he went off. One, I don't know who the player was that went on, but he went off. One player went on. I didn't think anyone he came d- on. I yeah, thought he no, went no, straight no, back no, off. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no he did. The he play did. didn't move on. No, 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 no it doesn't inter- matter. An interchange player went a, on. An interchange. Tedesco came off for his free interchange, so he got interchanged out with a fresh set of legs. And then, and then he went a on. And then another player that was going to come off anyway went off, and Tedesco went back on. So they've swapped two players uh, for one interchange. Gotcha. So it had nothing to do with HIA. Had nothing to do with HIA. It was all about the fact that they've been they were quick enough and smart enough because he didn't want to go off. Then he realised what was going on. He's ran off, grabbed the red card. Yep. Oh, uh, yep. There's a red. There's a red cross and a green yeah. cross. Yep. He grabbed one of them. That player went on. Yeah, and then hands it. To and then he hands the other card off. Hands waits for the other. And then the other player was running off at the same time. He steps off. 
He hands back the card, hops back on the field. Because yep. there's nothing in the rules. Remember how it used to be when you had a medical yes. substitution, the same player had to come back off. Mm. That's not the case anymore from my understanding. No. So that's what that's what happened there. I've seen so many people bearing up about it on, on, on socials, but that's exactly that's, what happened. That's genius. It was, it's, it it was great coaching, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Not within the game, but it was... not 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 very good sportsmanship in my eyes, but... Well, no, no different. No different to the uh, captain's challenge when when Val well, took the catch yeah. in line. Yeah. Yes, it's something I would expect. It's a loophole. The roosters. Or it's the a storm. massive it's, loophole. It's a loophole. So anyone can do loophole. that. Anyone can do that. Just That's where the bunker needs to pull in and go. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. But it's in the rules, so it's. And it's then the beauty of it is, if they go. then assess later on that he should have a HIA for that, then he can go off again. Yeah. That's, <laughs> and he gets a free interchange. So, just an interesting thing. Before this crackdown happened two weeks ago, and I, I don't know how widely it was reported, but there was a 29-year-old AFLW player who died. Yep. And she donated her brain. Yeah. The results yeah, came out two that. weeks ago, mm. and she played four seasons of AFLW, so 23 games, and she was 29, and she had a CTE. Yep. And that was two weeks before this crackdown happened about the head eye tackles. Oh anyway, yeah. So. They oh, may look, have read the same I report. have no doubt that part of this bringing on of this reinforcement and heavy-handed reinforcement of this rule has got to do with I'm covering my backside. Oh yeah, it is. Oh, and but look, it's one of those rules. But there's already been it play- hasn't been thought about. There's already been players out there, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure there was whispers at one stage there that Willie Khan was going to because he remember he went through that big bout of mm. head, head knocks and stuff like that, and he was going to sue the NRL, and I think um, didn't. Um, Jared uh, should know. He's spent half his time up here running nightclubs up here. Um, McCracken. McCracken. Didn't he do the same thing? Didn't yeah, he try he to sue, sue the something. league because of head knocks and stuff like that? It's going to happen. It's quite funny to watch because then you see players like Sean Valentine, former cowboy who had very yeah. well publicised uh, uh, head knock issues and stuff like that. He just keeps telling everyone to harden up. You know what I mean? Like he, he, he blatantly comes out all the time and says, I knew what I was getting into when I was playing rugby league. Yep. Yeah, and sort of to sum this up, I, I've got no drama with you want to bring in a rule. Or, sorry, you want to reinforce a rule with head knocks or whatever. You want to protect player safety. That's fine. It is a contact sport, so you're going to understand that out of eighteen odd sidmins on the weekend, probably three were warranted. How many times have we been at the footy where someone's almost got his head taken off? Oh, come on, he's off or sin- at least ten happens. minutes yeah. report only. So, like, all right, good. You're cracking down on it. Last week against the Broncos, Granville got collected high, almost scoring. Yep. You know nothing. Nothing. I remember mm. that. Not even a not even a report. Mm. Nothing. So almost got penalised for yeah. back chatting to the referee. So don't don't come and crap on our parade on round ten. Do this at round one. Yeah. This is what yep. you're going to do. That's round one. This is this is the rules. This is what we're cracking down on. You can't just. This is what has sort of given me the irrits about all this because you're chopping and changing the goalposts every week. It's Put yourself in a sales position, right? Hey, Pete, you've got a budget of five hundred grand. You've got to hit that quota. You get a bonus. No dramas. I've got six months to do it in. Fifth month, I've hit five hundred grand. Ah, oh, you've done so good. We're now going to make it a seven hundred thousand dollar quota. It's the same thing in the in the sport. I have a like, feeling that's happened to you before. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe not those. Maybe, figures, maybe you know. not those figures. But it's the same thing in this game. Like you are shifting the goalpost every week. And the worst thing and, is, and you, to me, it's it's taken away from the fans. Like I have actually lost interest. I'll watch the Cowboys game. I didn't watch any Sunday game at all. I, I listened to a grandstand because I like I, Andrew Moore. I, I did watch most of the games and 
the argument of whether it's changed or not, I, I don't know if I can stand up for that because on the Sunday there wasn't anywhere near as many. In the first game, the, the first game on the Sunday, nothing. Yep. There was none. And no no sin bins, no send-offs. And one thing I want to put out, I've got no drama with the refereeing. The referees have done their job. Oh, they've been they, told by the be... boss, right, eh? you want to be dicks and ruin the game? I'll be the fall guy. It's... But this is what's going to happen. The, the problem is, and I know we, want to move, we need to move on, but the, the problem is it's still an interpretation. Yeah. Use because some you can't black, sense of game you, you of, can't of, black of and reading white. the game. You can't black and white that rule. Now, it's an interpretation. Now, whether it's the on-field referee that's made that interpretation, or whether it's someone in his ear that's made that interpretation, and my feeling is it's someone. It's in someone in the bunker. Now, unless it's the same person every time, yeah, it's an interpretation. What you see is going to be different to what I see. Now, we both could have been sitting there as bunker people watching that the Lachlan Burr scenario, and you're like. That's not even a penalty. That's like, not even a penalty. Like his whereas, arms aren't even up. Me, his arms are I'm low. reading to the letter of the law. That's contact with the head. That's at least a penalty. What about? Well, if you, you know want to I mean? give it a penalty, give it a penalty. Now if they they send Lachlan Burr off for a sin bin, and the Roosters player in the thirty minute mark to an appeal, whatever his name is, it's an alphabet. He goes for ten for a swinging arm around the eyes on the head. That's sent off. How See, can from, how can that be ten in the bin, with, and how happy. can Lachlan Burr yeah, be ten okay, in the bin? Yes, comparing you know cap, when you're going to compare both those two, one is a send off. One, all right, put him ten in the bin. If that's if that's the derogatory you're going, fine. But it is a contact sport game. Every player knows when they've started off in little league to now. You're going to hurt your knee. You're going to get a head knock. It's it's a contact game. I'm a cricketer. I know when I go out to bat, I've got every chance of some wanker bouncing me and I could wear one on the scone. But I've got a lump of timber there to try and defend it. It's just part and parcel. When you sign up to play a game, you understand the risks. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. Question. What if there was a doctor in the bunker and they watch the review and they make a, a medical decision on whether or not that is a dangerous How How can... Hit? Okay, that's a fair call, but how can you... Let's put it back into perspective for a moment then from a computer point of view. I ring you up mm. and I say, my computer's not working. It's hard because everyone's different and some people can take the head Absolutely. knocks and some yeah. people take a head knock and that's stuff for six months. Oh, but, but it shouldn't, it's, it's not, it, but, this, it, but that's a pre, but then, you, but then you're setting a, you're setting a dangerous precedent. You're setting a precedent on the, on the result, not on the action. That's no, right. No, no, the action. The, right. the doctor can look at the action and go, you know what, where it's, where you know the arm is swung. That's what the judiciary is for, though. Yeah. That's what but, the judiciary is for. But, but is it? What skill has the judiciary got? Like they're not doctors. They're not qualified. It's laws. In any, it all becomes. Any any way. Way. We I, think, I think most of the judiciary is ex-players, so yeah, I would yeah. hope that they know. Yeah, but, but is it like I'm just going to use one case, which I know we're we're going on. Alex McKinnon, Jordan McLean got seven weeks for what? It was just a tackle. It was just an unlucky situation. Alex has ducked his head. He's in a wheelchair, and look, I. Not harping on that at all. Jordan McLean gets seven weeks for that. It was just an accident. It's a contact sport. And that, for me, I felt to a certain degree... And the judiciary rewarded that. Yeah, and for me, I felt that that was on the result. The result, not, not the, the action. action. And that's the biggest problem. That's the that's the issue that they're going to have now, is that they can't... You can't... You can't... Any of these rules are relevant... You know, they're trying to sort of make a law that's grey, black and white. And they're trying to say, head contact... This is the law. This is the rule. Okay, more the power. Good luck to them. If that's what they're going to try and do, then they need to be consistent with it. Every time someone touches someone's head, it's ten minutes in the bin. 
They've tried it in rugby and it hasn't worked. It's failed dismally. Yep. 100% of that. <laughs> they bought it in AFL. Now, it's it's starting. It's all right in AFL now, but for years you had Geelong, I think it was not Dangerfield. What might have been Jack Dangerfield? I know Dangerfield's had some issues He recently. would always duck his head to no, get the Selwood. free kick. Oh, Selwood, Selwood, sorry. Yeah, he'd always duck his head to get the free kick. It took about five seasons for the AFL to realise, uh, nah, you did that on yourself, so play on. And which so, I think is going to happen. Which is going to happen in rugby league. You're going to see a lot of milkers out there. And right, that's that's the hurt we have to have for now to make this game better again. I I don't know. One thing you can really start on and grind my gears over the weekend was team would have the ball in possession, go nowhere with it. Righto, we're bringing it back to play one here and we're giving the team a penalty because we've played a five-tackle advantage mm. and it still hasn't done anything, so now we're going to give them an extra set. Like, come on. The bunker's taken four tackles to yeah. work out what's going on. Oh, mate, yeah. radio down to the ref. Take that back to tackle one in that set. Yeah. Some, we've seen something that's happened over what? here. No, play that, the that, hell that, on. That was another thing that was brought up in that same show that Abdo was in, but I can't remember what it was called. But anyway, they were saying, why, why take it back? Yeah, that far. We can understand. We can wear the hurt of missing things on the field. We miss things. We see when we're watching things that happen on the field that the refs miss all the time. Oh, mm. yeah. They've done since the start of the even, league. Even if it didn't happen, we've seen it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but taking it back is Take actually it. worse. And, and, it and I think I think I yeah, my little own. What, what's wrong with doing what they used to do and go, hey, play on? There's a break in play. Pistol, come over here, mate. Um, five tackles ago. Uh, you clipped him around the head. That's going on report. That does happen. Yeah. And you're going for 10. I know. But why change that? Why then yeah. have to take it all the way back and go, okay, give him a penalty up here? What? No, no. well, see, you've you've nah, missed the moment. You've yeah. missed the moment. Like, time and time again over that weekend, you'd have something that's happened on tackle and no one's seen it. Play on. It's fifth tackle. They've kicked the ball. Oh. Uh, no, we're bringing it back now. No, no, no. This is what you're, you're making the disappearing no, fan no by doing saw, that. No one saw the Cohen Hess uh, further than vertical, uh, further than horizontal no. tackle uh, against the Broncos the week before last. No one saw it. The bunker went back and pulled the, pulled the game back three, four plays, and the ref went, "Hey, Cohen, you did a dangerous tackle just before. It's yeah. on report." And even Cohen didn't know what it was for. Yeah, that's right. But you go back and look at the replay, and at the top left of frame. Two minutes ago. But it's no it different. All they're trying to do with this putting it on report now is back in the old days, someone with the match review committee would go through each game and watch it again and go, oh, no, you can't do that. You're yeah. going up to the judiciary. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. That's fine. I know. But, but, that's but I mean. let like, the game this, play this, on. This, don't, don't bring it back after this defending team has just gassed themselves five tackles and then, yep, we get the ball now. No, you don't. Because we saw something... Yeah, oh, yeah. I, Before, I get, I, that's why. And I like now the, you've got to redo it all again. And that's going to ruin consistency too. Because what about the fifteen other things they didn't see? That's Are right. You're going to pull it back on that one, and then pull the playback five yeah. tackles. That's right. What if you don't pull the same thing that happened over that side, and then this team goes on? That's to why score? I like. That's the it's, way. That's why I like how rugby do their advantage. It's a flow referee game. blatantly calls advantage, advantage on, advantage off, yep. over. Is the wording and it, and it moves for them. But anyway, I think we I think we need to move on. I think we've gone for far too long, <laughs> but we got heaps of responses on that one. So thank, yeah, I know you. Thank you for everyone that did um, comment on that. It, uh, as you can see, it's definitely gave us a. It's, I think it's what we've been dying for on the podcast is a, a situation where we, everyone's had their feedback and then we were able to bite our teeth into it. I don't so. know if we need it over something so controversial, but oh, I don't know, that's the way not? the game is going. Why not? It will be interesting in the ensuing weeks on what happens. I. That funny meme, 
get rid of the disappearing fan, I think you're going to see a lot of that. Yeah. I think crowd numbers will start dwindling. They'll go, you know what, I'm not putting up with this. Well, I can understand the protecting of the player heads and stuff, but come on, when you're starting to go a microscope over all the stuff and you shift the goalpost every week, you're going to see it disappear. Oh, look, I'm, I'm already turning myself. I'm, I'm watching more AFL games than rugby league anyway. Oh, that'll get up, up, up PVL's butt. Saturday, round I'm 10. one of many. 15, 15th of May. I oh, know you are. The Roosters getting up over the Cowboys. 30 points to 16. 45,122 was the official attendance. I don't know how much you'd believe that whether it fluctuated up and down between games that was what it was over the whole day well no because i went and had a look at the game before and it was less than that oh okay and the game yeah the two games before was different numbers oh okay so i don't know how they do it they might have gone what was the game before uh south sharks yeah something like that In, in brisbane you might have gone you know what let's just go up the caco for a couple of cheaper beers Yes. And then we'll just meander back for the Cowboys game. Would it have been, and this is something for you to look into, Rob, or Morg, you can do this while we're chatting. Have a look and see if the first game of the day was like, let's say, 20,000. And then if the next game was like 30,000, all it would have been was gone, okay, at, at when the gates opened at 2 o'clock, we got 20,000 people through the, the gate. Then by the start of the next game, we had another 10,000 people come through the gate. Now, people like would have, like you mm. just said, gone down to the Caco or something like that for a cheaper beer. And then gone, oh, I'm not interested in this game, so we might go down to the pub for a beer and then we'll come back and watch the other game. Yeah. A little bit of if that. You, if you do look at the But you first, wonder how accurate their numbers yeah, are. Yeah, if you oh, look yeah. at the first game of Magic Round, though, and it was Tigers versus Knights, the stadium was half empty on TV. Yeah. Oh, I and then no Broncos Manly, you could see about 10 minutes before full time, people coming in. Yeah, but they've come. some of them might have come in halfway through that first game, but they're only counted against the second game. Yeah, could be. Three tries to the Cowboys. Jarvid Bowen going over in the 31st minute and two to Scotty Drinkwater. The drink. How good were they? Valentine Holmes slotting two from three. Missing penalty goal, which would have evened it up to be 16 or uh, sorry, 18 all, which I think personally, big turning point in the game should, there. Should have taken the tap. Uh, that too. The Roosters going over six times. Daniel Tupu, Sam Walker, Matt Ikevalu, two to Angus Crichton. Oh, sorry, two to Daniel Tupu as well. Lucky him. Two from six for Sam Walker. Kept us in the game. It did. Yeah. It did. If, if they could kick straight, they would have been that would have been, been That would have been over by half time if they could have kicked straight. Well, Adam Kieran kicking a penalty goal as well. Uh, Tapanua. His, his kick looked the best of the yeah. lot. I don't Top know why he didn't get to kick any more. Tapanua <laughs> and Lachlan Burr uh, being the sin bins there, which we have already covered. I don't want to go into that any further. No. Tell you what, we were, like I say, we were in it until that missed penalty goal, which, again, should have been take the tap. Well, and we were in it because of... Let, let's not kid ourselves here. Like I, You know I'm a massive Cowboy supporter, but oh, missed conversions was what was kept keeping us in the game. Yeah. At 18-10 at, 18, at half-time, and look, we almost... We bombed a try on half-time against 12 men. So could have been, should have been, would have been. If you only had balls, you'd be your uncle, but I think the it magi- wasn't to be. I think the magic word there, though, Pistol, is that we were against 12 men. Yeah. That, that made a huge difference, I think. But Cowboys at the start of the season probably may not have capitalised. I don't on think that. so. Yeah, same. I don't. So, I don't think so. But at eighteen ten half time, Roosters kick straight. It's eighteen then, to. Tw- it's and, ten to twenty six. And then yeah. to score thirty two seconds into the second yeah. half, well, set, set it up, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's the the four tries that we let in in the first twenty 
six minutes. Yeah, mm. that, before that, we yeah. could before we could reply. I mean, that was the nail in the coffin right there. Anyway, I was almost ready to turn away. the TV off. I'm not going to lie. It yeah. was frustrating, but no, just no. Stick, stick on the ship, man. Stick by and watching because always I always we wear the jersey. We can stay in the game, and we did. We had every chance, and it was only what those you know. The Tupu, the very last try, and probably the Angus Crichton one, the second last try there, they nail it in the coffin, really. But yeah. up until then, we were still in it. Oh, and, well and true. And we defended our line with 12 men until the, like, five seconds before Burr came back yeah. on. Like So that was that's pretty decent against a Roosters team that put four on us in the first half to hold them out with 12 and for, gotta, for get, almost the whole 10 minutes. And he got a crack eventually anyway, considering Burr went off in the 63rd minute. Yeah. So everyone's already fatigued. Hence yeah. more and more fatigue. Uh, yeah. Go down that path again. I was, I was impressed with the boys' effort. I mean, yes, that first 20 minutes can... I don't know. I, I, is it the Shane Tronk syndrome? Like, Tronk was a massive unit, but just looked like he did nothing. Someone punched him in the face to fire him up. Is that what has to happen to the whole team before going out on the field? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're a 60-minute team, just not for the first 20. Like, can yeah. you... Can you fire up? Eat some lava, guys. <laughs> Something. Now, what we did well this week, and we spoke about it last week, we had a high completion rate, 86%, 32 of 37 sets, That's and 50, 51% possession. So everything was with us. It's just that when they got the ball, they we, got some breaks. We did make some pretty poor um, fifth tackle, fifth tackle options, options yeah. when, when we were up, the, when we were playing against 12 players when too, was, which was a little bit disappointing. And I think at that stage it was still only 18-16, or it might have been 22-16, and so the game was still in the balance, but yeah. no repeats. Yeah. No repeats, no no try scoring, what, kicking options. What is it with with teams these days? And it doesn't. And I'm not, it's not just us. It seems to be a lot of the teams now that have all gone away from this. Trying to just get a repeat set of six, like just put the ball in goal and yeah. tackle it. Yeah. We got, we got Everyone's caught, trying to score. Yeah, we got caught with it two or three meters out from the line on the fifth. I think two or three times. Like, can you dribble that well, into there, the end goal? There was mm. one. There was one time there where we. We come to the last option and Drinkwater got shut down and he flicked it out and somehow it managed, the ball managed to get itself back towards the middle and Granville went forward instead of either putting a kick up yeah. or swinging yeah, it or whatever. Yeah. He went in and took a tackle two metres from the line. I'm like, for me, I was oh, I was yeah. ropeable at that stage. Like it's just, just like, dumb, that was just, just a really dumb... Just it through, yeah. do something, anything. <laughs> It, put it under the post or something like that. And let it bounce back. You never know what's going to happen. I, I know how shit it is. Well, silly it is. But, yep, you get a seven-tackle reset for kicking it dead. I'd much rather have a crack at almost scoring a try, but it goes dead and giving away seven. Yeah, that sucks. Then getting caught with it on the last and not even having a go. Yeah, true. The other, the other thing I saw oh, that, was, that I thought was weird... <laughs> Jake Granville was on at the same time as Reese Robson. Yeah, he did yeah, look lost. They looked and lost. Both of them. Yeah. But they needed, All of a sudden, they they needed both to lost. because Burr was still in the bin yeah. and they needed, like you couldn't take someone else off because you needed that fresh sort no. of legs no, as well. Yeah, right, but, but it was just, it looked like both of them went, oh, the other hook is here. Yeah, but Granville went on, I think, a couple of minutes before Burr went off. So it was, it really threw out that Yeah. See, for me, plan. I would have put, I would have, I would have been very and look the message may have been very clear to them what to do but it may have got lost in translation I don't know mm. for me I would have put Granville into half and put Robson you know on the on lock the, and move lock. Lolo into second yeah. row or something yeah you know what I mean I, I don't know but yes you, I, I and it got it did get mentioned a few times on socials and I definitely agree they look, just looked a little bit lost that might be the the position shuffling might come <clears throat> come 
down the track once Todd Payton sort of learns the capabilities of each player a little bit more. Mm. Like the players might know what they can do, but if the instruction's not to go and do that, you know. And I, I know we didn't have those players out there, but in that instance, how much would Ruben Cotter would have been detrimental? Or even there was times where we've sort of gone wide, having a hammer so speed oh, out there. Look, like, there was there was a few opportunities. Was, if, where if we had a hammer so speed, I reckon we probably scored two long range ones. In yeah, all honesty, yeah. you know, I'm not going to disagree with you on that. That would have been pretty. You I know. I, I, know the, I know he's not out there, and you can't harp on. You know, you can only play the team that you've got. But you know, I I. I we took it to the Roosters. I'm I'm impressed with our effort. Even the, the even scoreboard the, of 14 point loss doesn't reflect the fight that we showed in that. The 14 that, that 14 point loss, all that shows is that we lost the player towards the end of the game. So you're yeah. already fatigued. And I and I did harp on it. Yeah, they scored more tries, but hey, they didn't capitalize on their goal kicks, and we stayed in the fight because of that. So yep, 100. percent I think the passing was better, improved. I know I mentioned it last week that it doesn't look crisp. It, Val, was, it was better this week. Yeah. Val Holmes looked... Um, He's starting to shape into that fullback role. Who was the poor bugger that he ran over? Sam Walker. Oh, he was Sam yeah. Walker. <laughs> on on that... Was, that was... I felt so sorry. For just him. on that with Morgs, our stat man here, 86, 86% completion rate. Can you have a look up if it's possible just the last three weeks or so, the away... The, team that's played roost is what their completion's been oh i like your thinking very good because that, that's 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 commendable 86 percent completion rate anything over 80 85 or 80 80 percent's pretty decent think, in today's modern game i think it's our best all season for sure all right well our players play i keep getting this wrong but it's the, on the ranch player of the year our votes for this week i've gone three points to reese robson he was a workhorse that entire game, led the pack around. And yeah, even when, like I said, the only downfall was when Granville came on. They both looked a bit lost, uh, but he still he still did what he could at the time. Uh, Scotty Drinkwater was, the word that popped into my head just then was dynamic. I think he was sort of hard to read, unfortunately for our team as well as their team. <laughs> he, But he was playing some heads up footy. Yeah. He, and that's what he needs to do more. His and more. gameplay this that last weekend reminded me, and I'm not trying to compare him. Please don't think that I'm trying to compare him, but it reminded me of JT in the sense of is that he just was not going to give up. It reminded me of he just also kept trying a, and kept trying and kept trying to do things. Hence why some of the boys didn't know what he was doing. But used to see that happen a lot with JT yeah. as well. But yep. JT's finishing was probably a bit better than what Drinky is at the moment. But that'll come. It reminded oh, yeah. me as of a game three monster. Origin last year. Yeah. He, yeah. He took it on his... I've, I've got to win this game for the team. I'm going to stand up and do this. Yep. His interview at the end of the game... Oh, he was, was filthy on himself. But he was. that was a fantastic interview. Yeah. And one vote I gave to Valentine Holmes, who, like we say, is growing into that fullback role and is getting better and better each week. Um, that he might still have one or two mistakes in him, but I think he makes up for that with... I mean, he had, I think he had a line break or two this game and certainly in the last game. Not that I'm counting the last you, game to you've points You've got to look week, at it to a certain degree. We've got to be honest about this. Halfback, hooker, fullback, the ball goes through their hands more than anyone else. Mm, it is. It All does. Right? So let's, let's, let's spitball the figure. Let's say as a fullback, the ball goes through your hands 100 times yeah, in a game. Yeah, that'd be... And you assist. have four errors... Yeah, oh, that's, going. that's no, no. pretty good not, percentages. Not I actually looked for some forwards to try and spread the points around because I had a look. I sat down and, and these players stood out to me. And then I tried to look at the forwards to go, oh, maybe I should you know, spread the love a little bit. But I couldn't. It's not that the forwards were bad. I just 
I couldn't go past Holmes. Oh, I was definitely our backs definitely led the way. I think our spine, and, and now that I look at everyone else's votes as well, our spine clearly stood out this week, yeah. um, despite the loss. So very similar to you there, Robs. I've gone three points for Drinky. Uh, we just touched on it. I he's starting to step up. Exciting times ahead. He's only going to get better in that role under coaching. He's got a two-year contract extension now. I, he's going to be one to watch. And yeah, Frog, I know you compare him to JT. It, I, look, it's not I'm off not the com- mark. I'm not compare. I don't want to. I don't want to compare. I mean, you can't there's compare similarities. Anyone. There's similarities. There's things. He's obviously he's probably either been talking with him or he's been watching a lot of video on JT. And just there was this little things that he was doing that. Just went, oh, that reminds me of the, JT. The sincerity in his post-match interview as well when he said, I should have just held the ball there at one stage. It was third tackle. We were in their half. We never got back down there again. And I and I popped a, I a ball. I exactly and, which play it was too because yeah, it was filthy. Yeah, same. And he'll learn from that. He's only going to get better. And, and oh. I, I think his game management, like he was the one to do it. I know I said it before about the game three monster comparing. Like he wanted hands on ball. Uh, two points for Robson. Service out of dummy half. In the middle, just a tough, tough ombre. Just where he wanted to be. Yeah, they sort of mixed it up when Granville came on. But look, Robbo, Robbo was doing a lot of stuff. He was showing going. He was making a few line breaks. And one point for Valentine, as we've touched on. Like, he's he's just starting to get good. On with Rob, I was trying to look for other players. And it wasn't because everyone else was rubbish and these guys were standouts. It it was actually hard to try and pick the three points this week. But they're the, they're the three that stood out for myself. Nice, nice, nice. Morgs? All right. So, I've actually gone the same as Pistol here. I've gone oh, for creativity and attack. I won't bore everyone with the same things, but basically I've gone three points to Drinky, uh, the two points to Robbo, and the one point to oh, Val. So basically all around what Pete said, um, I, I go for attack, creativity, and um, effectiveness, and I, I think they're all going well. Now, just quickly, before we get to Frog, to answer Pete's question. I've actually yes. gone back to round six because Roosters played with Storm, which I think is a nice little uh, market to see how they went. So the Storm had an 82% completion rate. Mm-hmm. Roosters were 70. Round seven, the Roosters played with Dragons. The Dragons were 84% completion yeah. to Ooh. 78 with the Roosters. Round eight, they played the Knights. The Knights were 83% and the Roosters were also 83%. That was like 38 to 4 as well. It was 35 out of 42. So it was bang on the no, same. the score, yeah. Oh, the score, sorry. Yeah, 38 yeah. to 4. Yeah, Roosters up. And the... Round before round nine, Eels v. Roosters. The Roosters, 70%, and the Eels were 88%. Oh, wow. So so we're second best since... Or pretty high. Yeah. So most teams complete well against the Roosters, but they, they seem to be pretty good at slicing through mm. when they do have the ball. Yeah. I think or they it, can't complete. I, I think it's one of those things where they contain the team. Yeah, you can get through your tackles. That's fine. We'll keep tackling and putting you on the ground. Mm. It, it's a bit of a bugger it's, with... With the Cowboys there, because we've got a really good weapon with Felty cross kicks. But when you're coming up against um, Tupo. Tupo, who's probably an extra inch or two higher than Felty, it sort of nullifies that yeah. that weapon, doesn't it? Very much so. Look, I I went um, I went pretty much fairly similar to everyone else. I went drink water for three. I think I think that was his bust out game for me. Uh, hopefully, he'll back it up this week to prove me right. You know, just in the sense of like we've all said that. He has the potential to do a lot of things for the club. I felt last week he grabbed that game and said, right, it's on me. 
I, I, I need to make this. Sadly, Cliffo didn't have as good a game as he did the week before, and it was all on drinking, you know, and I think he, he shone in that. You Not know, he, that I don't think Cliffo played badly. No, I don't think he played badly, but he, he didn't... He did take the line on at times, but I think just, yeah, his fifth tackle options weren't as good as what they were against the Bronx. I went Val um, for two points. I was scared for players out there when he was running the ball. He looked like He looks like he's picked up a little bit of speed, I think he's starting to, the body's really now starting to kick into back into league life. And um, I know it was only Sam Walker, who's probably 40 kilos ringing wet, but <laughs> poor kid, he's going to play at that level. You're going to be able to make some mm. t- And he does make tackles, don't get me wrong. I'm not judging him on that, but Vel just ran straight over the top of him at one stage there. And I think set us up. I think that we scored off that. I can't we remember. did. That was the drinky try off, yeah. straight off the halftime. Um, so yeah, that and I, I, I was the same. I hunted and went through all the stats and stuff like that. I actually went Mo, uh, Frankie Mollo for one point. I just think he was probably our probably our best forward, just in the sense yeah. of is that he just he was only on there for about thirty minutes. But he um, put a uh, shout out to to Tommy Gilbert though. I, I was think. just going to say honourable mentions to <laughs> honorable Tommy. Tommy Gilbert. He was only he literally he crunched it. He's actually earned a uh, walk up start this week from that. Possibly, and I, th- I, 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 shout out to Hesse. I know he copped a HIA, failed a HIA, but he was only on there for 16 minutes. His numbers were huge mm. for 16 minutes. If he had played the whole game, I would have liked to have seen what his numbers would have been. I mean, I know it would have stemmed off a little bit, but he was only because I was having a discussion with someone who was bagging him out, and I said, "You do realize he was only on the ground for like 16 or 13 minutes or whatever it was, and he he had like it was like nine runs, and he was already up around the 60 or 70 meters." <laughs> You know, yeah. he had some big numbers for being on for such a short time. And he lost the ball off the kickoff, which was a two-on-one rake of the ball as well. wasn't yeah. wasn't a one-on-one, which Rooster scored off. Yeah. So I mean, look, it was one of those things. But yeah, that's so. Here is um, we almost have a clear-cut top five, gentlemen. We have a new leader. We have a new leader on twenty-seven points. Drinkwater in second place on twenty-six points. Reese Robson. Uh, third place on 24 points, uh, Val Holmes. Fourth place on 20 points, Felty. And then Hammer and Granville on 16 points. That's your top five. So, Happy uh, days. Yeah, it's starting to it's starting to get a little bit of uh, regularity in the top up there. So we'll see what happens from there. And I'll, uh, It's definitely spine and back heavy, which I uh, in the last couple of years I wouldn't have said was the, yeah. was the case. So that's interesting. It is interesting. And that is Magic Round for 2021. Yeah. Thankfully. I don't know if Magic Round was good and it was spoiled by all this rubbish, but... I, I think it I was... I think the footy time... I think the, the environment and the, the, the atmosphere is probably the right word was, was good at Magic Round. From all reports, everyone, yeah. had, a, had, a, everyone had a good time. There's, and there's, I actually enjoyed it. I think I sat and watched probably six out of eight games myself, I and watched, I enjoyed them. I watched pretty much all the games from some form, some part or another of the yeah. games. Unfortunately, know. there was only like one close one. I was, I was filthy <laughs> after the... Saturday nights one, so I didn't watch any Sunday, but I did listen to a couple of them on Grandstand because I do like Andrew Moore. Just on that magic round, there's talks of they should make that maybe three rounds a year doing that because the players like doing it. No, I don't. I think Brisbane and also keep it at Brisbane. It works. Yeah. At least keep it there next year if you want to do it. It's definitely there next year. Yeah. Definitely there next year. There was was talks of wanting to maybe. Move the magic round to Townsville. Yeah, that'd be great. Or move it to New Zealand. That'd be great. No, I think I think you've got. Put, I think you've got to keep it in somewhere where you can fit forty thousand yeah, plus. Keep the magic round where it is, but bring Townsville nines up here, or bring back the Auckland nines. Give Auckland nines a go yeah. next year with all the 
the Warriors have had to do over the thing. Bring the Nines back and make it in Auckland. Insane. Get that, that carnival happening again. I'd love to take the ran- on the ranch on the road if it was a magic round in New Zealand. Yeah. Oh God. And we'll do it. We? That'll be messy. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Just think about it for a minute, Morgs. <laughs> <laughs> I've never feel, seen you be in on something so quick. I feel like my kidneys would be out in about two days. <laughs> Your kidneys? Two. My, my liver, liver would last. Two, yeah. two days. Yeah. Two days. Jeez, you're doing well. I reckon we'd be done after the full do like almost most people do in the first night I, fever. I am known to get a bad case of first night fever. I went down to the Formula One once, a seven-day trip. I went ham on the first night and I was basically dead for six days. <laughs> yep. Sounds like ashes every year for every team, I think. Actually, I kind of did that at Pathos. First and only time I've been to Bathurst. We went hard on qualifying. No, no, we went hard on practice day one. Mm. Didn't end up getting there for qualifying. And you know what sucks for a hangover? Motor cars. Yeah. yeah. All day. Yeah, not great. Not great. Not great. No. <laughs> Round 11, Thursday, the 20th of May. The Cowboys are hosting the Knights at Queensland Country Bank Stadium. 7.50pm on a Thursday night. Horrible. I hate it. I hate Thursdays. At least I think we only get one Thursday game this year, so we should be all right. Yeah, I think that, yeah, I think that's yeah okay. Queensland Country Bank Stadium. It, it, it's on Channel 9. It can work out good or bad. If your team wins, you're sweet for the weekend. If they lose, you got the sulks on and you've got nothing good to look forward to. I, I, it's more I, for getting crowded. I hate Cowboys on a Thursday yeah. night, wholly and solely for the fact that it means, what else am I going to do on the weekend now? I'm yeah, going to have to spend like time with too. the family. <laughs> what I did like about the Magic Round was two games Friday, 373 Sunday. There was talk about bringing that in, but no, the Thursday night just is their massive rating game, so they're never going to get rid yeah. of it. At least they've gotten rid of Monday night. Hey, come on, let's yeah. be honest. Who was lost on Thursday night? No, I didn't care. I was. I was lost I, on Thursday but, night. I, but I'd rather see... Three Saturday, three Sunday. Nothing's better on a Sunday than having three on a Sunday. The team, it has changed. A couple of little changes in there anyway. Val Holmes, still in fullback. Kyle Felt, David Bowen, Connolly Lemuelu and Murray Tuolangi. Scotty Drinkwater and Jake Clifford. That part has not changed. What has changed? Tommy Gilbert now starts in prop number in eight. Prop. Oh, yeah. Reese Robson, Jordan McLean, Shane Wright, Mitch Dunn and Jason Talmalolo captaining again. On the bench, Jake Granville, Lachlan Burr, Frank Mollo, and coming in at 17, he debuts. He's a Cairns junior, and I'm going to say his name wrong. I'm sure of it. Hylam Lukey. Have I said it right? I think so. I think that's I right. Haven't, I haven't met him. He's no. a second rower from Cairns, and I believe one of our listeners from Cairns, Jono, I think he's a listener, has coached him. Mm. I, he mentioned today that he's he coached him as a junior way back, and he likes mm. a bit of a palm. Oh, that's really? good to know. Apparently. I like that. So we will see what happens there. Shout out, Jono, if you do listen. So he's coming in for Hesse. Uh Yeah, yeah. Basically. He's coming, well, kind of. Yeah, technically, because Tommy was already on the, he was on the bench last yeah, week. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. yeah, well, you're right. So Tommy's been promoted and, and Hesse, because Hesse's the only out. So. I'm surprised that they haven't promoted, um, like, they've good good work to, to Lukey getting the debut, but I thought maybe Ben Condon or... Or Peter Holler. Or Peter Holler or When's Corey Peter? Jensen I, might have been. I'm starting to feel a... sorry for Peter Holler a little bit. Well, he's still got another two years with us, but, geez, you want to get him some minutes. Emery Perre, I, I, look, like I said, great great work, Lukey, for making the debut. I just thought maybe Corey Jensen, Jensen or someone might be Ben ahead. Condon are on the extended bench, yeah. so there's still time. Uh, Dejan Asi has made it into the extended bench as well. He had a blinder of a game for, for the Blackhawks, Black but Hawks. he is on report. So, ah, right. 
Yeah. Um, Kane Bradley. I'm pretty on the sure. Bench as well. Yeah, but Kane hurt his ankle because he played for the Cutters. Yeah, right. Yeah, he was limping a bit on Sunday, so I'm not too sure what's happening there. But yeah. The Knights are Tex Hoy, Stafford Toa, Inari Tuala. Well, oh, great. Bradman Best, Braid, I hate going up against players that we've let go. Braden Musgrove, Kurt Mann, Phoenix Crossland, David Clemmer. There's a rumour he might be going somewhere, I think, in a direct swap to the Broncos. I have heard whispers. rumour. Jaden Braley, Daniel Safidi, Tyson Frizzell, Lachlan Fitzgibbon and Mitch Barnett. Their bench is Connor Watson, Jacob Safidi, Suaso Sue and Brody Jones. And that would be the first team all year where I've actually pronounced all the names pretty accurately, I, I, if I do say so myself. Yeah, well, you've done well. You do well every week. Oh, yeah, thanks. What well, do you that want? is you doing it, not me. What do you want? Oh. <laughs> That's what no. I was thinking. I was sitting there going, who... No, which? I was just giving you a wrap. I was no. just sitting there thinking, which one of you two drove in tonight? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, there, that was me. Some of their reserves. Asagi, King, Gemma... As usual. Gemma Shibasagi, ex-Bronco. I don't mind him. He goes around yeah. Shibasagi and Blake Green. Blake Green. Blake Green. On the extended bench. Not anyway. to be confused with Cooper Green. I don't think I was. But thanks anyway. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. Uh, Heimel Hunt is out for the Knights. And every time I say his name. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. Mm. Dangerous. He would have copped a flogging at school. Wouldn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm pretty sure what I'm thinking in my head, you're probably all thinking the yeah. same thing. But anyway. Yep, yep. And it rhymes with Heimel Hunt. We'll keep it. <laughs> Let's keep this PG. Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> oh, my favourite politician. Greg Hunt, <laughs> who apparently is one of those things. Uh, yes, yes. Well, he's a politician, isn't he? True. Interesting game. <laughs> Interesting game. This is 12th versus 11th. The Knights have not been travelling great, it can be said, I believe. If we want any possibility of making the top eight, we have to win this game. It's this week. the next two, actually. If yeah. we can go to the bye on a six and six, that is massive considering the start of the season we had. Yeah, yeah exactly. Six and six, especially. Yeah. yeah. No, I hadn't thought of it that way, but you're right. Yeah, no, I'd agree. I, I think this is a this is potentially a game that we could win and win quite well. Mm. This could help our for and against. Well, yeah. then, you know, they're missing Ponga again. Yeah, They looked lost. Newcastle I, looked lost last week. Their I, halves, their spine, they look lost. You know, it's funny. I I like Caelan Ponga, and it's I think we kind of dodged a bullet in, in letting him go. Yeah, to, because a, yeah he, to an extent. The yeah. amount that he is injured is worse than Josh Dugan yeah. or Tommy Turbo. Like, he's, yeah. he's he's out as much as he's in. I'd like to see how many games he's played, actually. It's probably, it's, it's probably more nothing like that. It's probably not 50-50. He's probably in way more than he's out. Yeah. It's just the, but it's when he's, in, when he's in, it's a massive in. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But imagine if he was with us, we'd have to have a second fullback on reserve <laughs> that would have to be named in the 21 every week. Just you know what I mean? Case. It's just I mm. I kind of think we dodged a bullet there. Yeah, look, I, I I think it is one. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd love to see. Would have loved to have seen him play in Cowboys colours more. But if we can, it's sort of not a bad not a bad statement. I'm not going to disagree with the statement. If we can do this game like we did last year's game, where we came out and we were up thirty to six at half time, only to win thirty to twenty six or something. Mm. You know, they came back the second half. Who do? But if we can just put in a full eighty. Get your 86 to 90% completion and, I don't know, cross the strip 10 times. That would be fantastic. <laughs> if we could just cross it 10 times, that would be great. Thanks. It's not out of us. we got points in us. Like we're, the thing is, the problem with the Cowboy stigma, and we've had it for a few years, well, pretty much since 95, we, no one trusts us. 
You know, oh, Cowboys can't score that. They can't do this. And yeah, we've had a crappy start to the season, but we've come good and we've proven against the Tigers, the Dogs. We've proven against yeah. uh, the Bronx. We've done it against Canberra. Like we scored 26 points against Canberra. Yeah. You know, we scored 16 against Roosters. We probably left, in all honesty, 12 out there. Yeah, for yep. sure. Like we've got points in us and we're coming up against a side that's not doing that great. Actual- Beware the wounded warrior. Don't get me wrong. Well, it's. The Wounded Warrior. The Wounded Soldier. And it's the Knights. Look at you go. The Wounded Nova Castrian. It's as if you meant it. (laughs) The the funny thing, we do have points in us. I think our only issue, well, not our only issue, but one of our issues at the moment is our defence. And yes, we don't play a full 80-minute game, but it's that 20 minutes that we don't play is where our defence is absolute bollocks. Yeah. And we we just let through too much, and it's either at the start of the game or we let people back into the game somewhere around. Somewhere around it. We've got no problem scoring points. I don't disagree with that statement. The biggest thing for me is, and I'm going to compare the game against the Roosters and the game against the Broncos. Our choices and our thought patterns in that Broncos game, things that we did in the Roosters game, we didn't do in the Broncos game. They, you know, little things like, when you know Clifford went through the gap and made that big run and that kind of stuff, we did similar things to that in the Roosters game. No, we forced it, but then we forced it. Mm. Yep. Whereas we didn't in that Broncos game. We didn't force it. We let we let I don't know what the word is. We let it grow or whatever. You want. I don't know. I think the difference there is against the Broncos, you sort of can let it grow, so to yeah. speak. Whereas against the Roosters, you probably kind of have to try and but, make something happen. But they've got to trust themselves and go, hey, if I've got this But they far, haven't got that and they and, haven't and, had and that that's all what year. I mean. And that's what I mean. That's what I mean. So against the Broncos, it comes a little bit more naturally yeah. because they're a little bit helter-skelter. The Roosters are a little more of a solid squad. So yeah, no, really no, have to no be disagreement. Your, you have to be on your A game. Yeah. How did Tamalo they not score that try against the Roosters? Yeah. That gap was bigger than the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was that big. It came down quicker than the crossing of the uh, the Red Sea when Moses walked past. It was, though. It was bigger than a womp rat. That's more than two metres. Oh, God. Used to shoot them all the time back in the day. Anyway. With T-16 back home. Anyway, Queensland Country Bank Stadium this Thursday night, 7.50pm. I believe there's something going on beforehand. Gates open at 6.20. There will be um, the 200-game uh, presentation for Jace. But that'll probably Correct. happen. I believe it'll either happen before or after. But no, there's not really anything else much before that. Well, there must be. If gates are opening at six twenty, there's going to be something. I just can't remember what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, the footy tipping comp this year is hot. It's on fire. I try to touch it and it burns my finger. That's totally a lie. On the ranch at footytips.com.au. Password is goat. You can win yourself a jersey. All thanks to Be Clean NQ and a bunch of other little knickknacks that we find throughout the year i believe frog has picked some stuff up so we'll throw that in as well we'll make it like a little prize pack and who wouldn't want a prize pack i can tell you who would want a prize pack it's all these people who tip a perfect round this week during a joke around well done al the pc man mike walker rod and lisa get your thirst on harry nq webster one who i will come back to ultimate olo fra dog and cody o'hara dot seven that is nine people who tipped a perfect round. Damn all of you. Yep. He's That's all... good on them, but yeah. tan coat and pricks. <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what, though. Webster 1 has pushed out a lead now. He is sitting on... Oh, he's... he's flying. Six points clear. Uh, sorry, eight. eight points clear now. He's on see. 82 points. Do you points. do your maths? 
Yeah, I'm hopeless. Uh, 82 points. Fuck off is on 74 points. <laughs> Every week. He's trying to hang on to it. <laughs> hey, look, it's a long season. You can you can come back. And Webster 1 could drop the ball at any point here. He could forget to put his tips in one week. Oh, that's all it takes. That's almost all it takes. Ask Georgie. It's, yeah. it's a competitive... It's a comp- it's competitive at the top. I wouldn't a, know. Can we get a bookie on that? On when Webster one will forget to put his tips in. Oh, I, like I reckon round fifteen. Round fifteen during on a joker the, during the joker round. I reckon Ooh. he's gonna. I reckon he's gonna probably be flying out of Perth. To I'm gonna. I'm gonna be honest with Bali you. and I'm, forget to put him in. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. COVID travels. I don't think he's going Perth to Bali. COVID travels got nothing to, to worry about. <laughs> I don't. Th- I honestly don't think <laughs> when he's that far ahead and he knows there's a good prize back on the end of it. Well, good luck to everyone. Watch to him stuff up. He'll he'll go on a bucks party or go hunting out <laughs> bush or something and have no reception. And he's then, not one of us. He, he, no, yeah. clearly and not. Forgets yeah. the press send. Year of the cow. SME Simon. Ultimate Olo and Camo nineteen and methodical flamethrower are on seventy two. And hot on their heels is Fry Dog, Red Hot Richie. He's on his way back. Red Hot Richie's He's coming. coming. Look out. Hail Seven, who was up the top there for a while, has dropped it a little bit. Alder PC man, Jack Hammer, M's team, and that'll do, Donkey. I know who M's team is now, too. I've worked out who it is. So Hail, Se- Hail Seven wrote us in something, I think. Oh, it was yeah. on that thing. We couldn't get to it. All. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout out, Hails. Swiss Cowboy in 33rd. Spot, our Swiss correspondent. Uh, I'm sitting in 37th yeah, after in tipping 37. seven. And I go down the page. You tip 37 and you tip roosters. Ha, sucked in. Yeah, I only got seven and I tipped the roosters because yeah. I tipped, I think, nights. You went nights. I, t- I went nights. Oh, that sucks. Wah, wah. Roll, roll. That did not go well. Morgan TSV, 57th. Not good. I went 53rd. Right. Oh, yeah, you are parking front. I keep skipping past your name. It doesn't stand out. It doesn't jump. Oh, it doesn't sorry. pop. Sorry. The frog doesn't jump. Yeah. Get a better handle. <laughs> As opposed to pistol blazing two guns. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That pops. Pew, pew. That does pop. That does pop. Now the five Where last. am I? Sorry. Oh, so you're in 70 seconds. Oh, oh, bollocks. Because after round one, when I tipped Tigers, I was up to 48. Mm. Yeah. What a fall. It's all right, mate. Well. It's all right, mate. Georgie's, Georgie's caught you and passed you. That's more of a fall than Eddie on the tiles. Shout out to Eddie. Ben and Karen's one point out here. Yeah, he, oh. she's been. She, yeah. I got a reminder to put her tips in every Thursday night. I tip with my heart. You, we can call it that. So did. Look, yeah, we'll go into it later. I'm not going to waste it on but yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to waste any more time um, on you. Pete, ESPN fan 063909574 is beating you. We'll call him or her <laughs> Finn because that's what it sounds like. Finn. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars Finn name from the Storm trivia. Absolutely. We'll just call him Finn. Let's jump right into NRL round 11 and our tipping this week. Yeah, and I'm in. Kicks off. I'm in a bucket of hair here. My fan's just gone flat. Oh, well, oh. you're screwed. You're going to have to do this on the fly. I've already tipped them, but I'll have to look at what games you've got coming up. All right. The, well, I'm going to read them out as we go. Yeah, that, that helps. Yeah, generally. Thursday the 20th, 7.50 p.m. Hmm, that sounds familiar. The Cowboys are $1.55. Ooh, get on board. The Knights are $2.55. You know who I'm tipping. Not the Novacastrians. Not the Novacastrians this week. It's Cowboys. I'm going to give them eight. Cowboys oh, by eight. That's weak. Nah, I got him, Oh, me? Yeah. Ah, oh, give us the blue and the grey. Pride of the North, brother. 
Uh, Cowboys by 22. 22? Yep. Wow. Okay. Oh, look, hey, I hope that happens because good for our for and against. Great. Wouldn't for, hurt. Tipping for four and against and tipping because I think they're going to bring it. Cowboys by 22. We certainly jumped Newcastle in for and against. Although we'll jump them in. What points. is Newcastle on in for They're negative 77. We are negative 104. If we win, we go to 10 points, yeah? Yeah. That's Where does correct. that put us on the ladder if four and against? As of Thursday, on the Thursday night, I. Uh, I had a bit of a play with this on uh, the other day. We'll be eighth. We'll be eighth, technically. But then all the other Canberra Titans, New Zealand, Newcastle. Oh, not Newcastle. Minus hundred and four. That's what you had to say, man. That's, uh, we did. Yeah. Well, I missed that part. Yeah. Didn't you, Mogs? I'm going the Cowboys by four. Ooh, tight. Yeah, I'm trying tight. to lower down my tight. margins a bit. Tight. I had it as two, and I pumped it out to four. Why? Yeah. It's going to be bigger. It's going big, man. I hope it's big, but I'm I'm just. Oh, it's big. Bet with my head a bit. <laughs> this is going to be bigger than when McDonald's bought out the Mega Mac in the early 90s. That's huge. That's going to be, that sounds big. It's going to be bigger than Ben Hur was the slogan back then. Bigger Frog. than a fillet of fish. Uh, Cowboys by six. Excellent. Well, I'd just get on top of that before we went down the entire McDonald's menu. <laughs> I was trying. Friday the 21st, 6 p.m., Mount Smart Stadium. I don't think it is. For us. No, not yet. Not until after June 21, I think they're here too. Yeah, so probably still at Central Coast. I wonder if Footy Tips want to update that at any point. No? No? No. I don't worry about it. It's ESPN. They're too busy in America doing NFL. The Western Auckland Warriors are up against the West Tigers. It's a battle of the West. Oh, it is. (laughs) The very far West Auckland. Uh, The Warriors are $1.55. The Tigers are $2.45. That is a good purchase, Tigers. Uh, Yeah, but I'm going to tip the Warriors here. Yeah, as am I, but I suppose Warriors did show some ticket coming back in, they did. in that para game. 100%. They could have actually won that. Could have. Uh, but they didn't. They didn't. No. But I'll go Warriors. Okay. But Tigers played great against they uh, did. against that team. They played Newcastle, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Give Morgs. us Warriors. All right. Morgs. Thanks. Thanks. Morgs. I've heard the Tigers have played awesome, but I'm going Warriors. Very good. Yeah, that's the way. Oh, did you hear the Tigers played all right? Yeah. yeah Tigers okay. played went good. okay last yeah. game. Yeah. Apparently they played all right, the Tigers. Yeah. Keep yeah. that in mind. Yeah, I was Frog? keeping that in mind, but I've gone mm. Warriors. Good to know. That's nice. 7.55 p.m. Net Strata Jubilee. The Sharks, $1.44. The Dragons, $2.75. How? How are Sharks' favourite? Oh, I know how. Shit, I want to change my tip. Oh. Dragons have got about 20 players yeah. out from sin bidding. That's why yeah. Ravalara's gone. <laughs> Maguire's Maguire's gone. Maguire's Cactus. Funny Sims. That. Sims is gone. Dufty. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Knowing I didn't know all that, but now that you all mention it, Tyrell. I'm going to go the Sharks. Oh, I've tipped Dragons on my phone and it's gone flat. I will Uh-oh. I will be changing that. I'm going Sharks. Mate, you'll forget. It's in. It's locked no, in. No, I'm, I'm going Tom Sharks. Go. Watch me forget this. <laughs> watch me make a watch me make a meal of that game. You watching how the Saints will get up and be like, yeah, I never doubted it. Yeah, I knew all along. All along. Morgs. Uh, yeah, I'll go with Shark. Uh, Sharkies, yeah. Sure. Yeah, sure? yeah. I looked at along the ladder. I'm like, man, they're a long way down. Yeah, like, I, I hated this game, but yeah, I got to be honest with you, I did look at the team list and went, mm, yep, Sharks. Too many, mm. too many outs. Too, too many, many outs. Dufty's big for them. That's a big loss for them. Ravalar would be, it'd be half a game, but yeah, he's gone too. I think. So. Yeah, I think he got for his. I don't know, but Dufty, Dufty he's kept a huge them, out. He, he kept them in the game. Yeah, with 12 men against Melbourne, and then when he went off. Floodgates open more than a floodgate could open up. 
Saturday the 22nd at 3pm, Seabus Super Stadium, the Titans, $1.18, the Bulldogs, $4.85. Definitely going the Titans here. I've gone the Dogs. I think the Dogs will be the upset of the week. Get out. No, because if it happens, and what I think and hope will happen in the Roosters-Broncos game, you'll see Broncos come dead last. Oh, and also it'll help the Cowboys climb. If the it Titans will. lose. It will. Mm. I actually think the Dogs, they played, they played good against Canberra. Dogs beat them last year, didn't they? Didn't yeah, they? I don't know. They played oh. good against Canberra. Not great. They should have won the game on against 12 men. But mm. I think they'll, they'll take a bit out of that. I think uh, I think the Dogs. Dogs okay. win did last year. Doggies did. No, no, they didn't. Didn't they? 2019? No. Oh, 2020. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, most of us forget 2020 as well. Don't listen to me. Except Not for Origin. Don't listen to me. Oh, by the way, Morgs. By the way, listen to my tips. Uh, I'm going the underperforming Titans to win this. Very good. Yeah, I've gone Titans. Good. 5.30pm, Sydney Cricket Ground. The Roosters are $1.10 up against the Broncos at $7. I, if I could tip the Roosters twice here, I would. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Roosters in a bloodbath. I just think it will be a bloodbath. Morgan? Yeah, I'm going to Roosters. I'm having a look at the outs for Broncos. It is messy. Well, like, I think I mentioned it. I might have not on here, but uh, Milford's mm. gone. Corey Oates is gone. Corey Oates is gone. Didn't yep. know that one. Oates is out. Milkman Teddy's going to get a couple of people sin binned. More than likely. Yeah, it's going to be a bloodbath. I did take your advantage, Rob, and I did create a second account, and I have picked the Roosters twice. Very good. Yeah. Why not? Why wouldn't you? 7.35 p.m. GIO. The Raiders are six dollars fifty up against the Storm at a dollar and eleven. They're numbers that I've not seen next to the Raiders' name in a long Especially time. Especially at home as well. Now I think Pappy might be out again. He might be. I don't know. I thought he, he came good. He had a heavy concussion. He's out. He's out. Yeah. He's out. Pappenhausen yeah. out not again. That Nico yeah. Hines isn't an adequate replacement. No. No, it's he terrible. Had a <laughs> terrible depth there at the Storm. I'm going the Storm in this one. I, yeah. I, I would rather Raiders one, but I'm tipping the Storm. This is one of the very first times in my system tipping history that I'm not going the Raiders. Cowboys, Warriors, Raiders, we haven't played the Broncos every week. I've gone the Storm. Wanker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not tipping with your heart, hey? There's a financial play in next segment on that one. Uh, yeah, I understand. It's fine. Money always counts. I'm going to Storm. Yep, Storm. Good, good. Sunday, 23rd, 2 p.m. at TBA Oval. Oh, oh yeah. Mm. It just says TBA. They haven't made their mind up where they're playing. They don't know know where they're going to play. Apex Oval, Dubbo. Dubbo. Yep. Unknown weather conditions. (laughs) Funny that. Uh, The Rabbits, $3.75. Panthers, $1.27. Panthers are going to make it 11 and straight here. Thank you. Done. Yeah. Might be a tough game. Mm. Tough game. The Trolls back from what I hear. He is. Won't matter. But, yeah, but South's been playing good with a with a makeshift. Like, you think of the trail coming back in, you well, think of Cody, Benji, ago. and Adam. A storm put 50 on them. Yeah, I know. I've mm. gone Panthers. Like, I, I think Penrith will go 11-0, but at I'd some d- stage they may have to break that streak. Mm-hmm. They can do that for us. Yeah. Do that for, Do that against them. Yeah. You, you're crazy if you don't pick Panthers with them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I went the Panthers only for the fact that... Um, Bunnies haven't beaten them since round seven in 2019. They've played four times mm. from that game. Three. Would you say Panthers have got the wood on them? Yeah, probably. Wow, wow. Bank oh, West. wood duck. Ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Bank West, 405 on Sunday, the last game of the round. The Eels are $1.42, hosting Manly at $2.85. Foreign's this is, out. Who's out? Foreign. Oh, he mm. did his finger, didn't he? Yep. I'm sure he did. 
That's why I say it. Uh, sorry, I'm going the ears. Yeah, I've gone para too, but not confident. Not confident? No. Ooh. Well, 50 points, that's a good scoring side. Mm. Yeah, so I'm going to stick with Eels, but okay. not confident. Morgs? Yeah, I'll go with Pete. I'm going the uh, Eels first one. I, I did struggle with this game, but I did go the Eels. Cool. But I think Manly, I think it's going to be a, yeah. I think it's going to be a tidy. I would not be surprised if it's Golden Point. Now, a certain sandwich shop has asked, which one has got more bite, spicy mayo or jalapenos? Well, jalapenos have got more bite, but I'd go spicy mayo myself. No. Correct. Jalapenos. Yeah. Every day of the week. I'd, I'd, every sub I go on, it's always got a jalapeno on it. Just one? Yeah, I, I hate jalapenos. No, well, did I you get, say I look I Mexican? Get every salad. <laughs> I did. That's exactly Sometimes what I Sometimes they even put lettuce and yeah, spinach on. Yeah, well, you've put That's it on now. That's fancy. Yeah. Every salad. Every salad. I always go lettuce and spinach. Yeah. Always. Spinach. Every time. It's a must. Yeah, you don't spinach. Is... and spinach. Don't double up on your greens. Why not? No. Two completely different. Ah. You're on your health kick. Yes. Yeah, spinach is a superfood. Two can't get enough of spinach. Two completely different it. helps. My yeah. health kick, Spinach gives you iron. My Absolutely. Because you don't eat Macca's, KFC, Pizza Hut's. <laughs> Anything Any, green, anything good. Anything green is good. Get pickles. Get jalapenos. Get spinach on there. Get mint ice cream. Just pile it in. Oh, Jessica, like mint get mint cake. ice cream on your <laughs> on your roast beef. Oh, anything, anything green. <laughs> You're not helping. A bit of Midori. Uh, Midori. Oh, on now rocks. we're talking. Can't think of it. Midori. Midori. Bit of chartreuse. Bit of oh. now. <laughs> that has once a green absence. Once upon oh. a time. Thank you. Oh, Jesus. Oh yeah. Chartreuse. Uh, yeah. 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 Whoever the wanker is who thinks it's a great idea at 11 p.m. at night, because we've always been in a party where some wanker. ass knuckle has come out <laughs> and thinks they're a hero and goes, oh, I've got a shot. Oh, yeah, what is it? No, oh, it's really good. Yeah, what is it? No, no, you got it. It's a surprise. Yeah. And you drink and you go, mother have mercy, that is not going to be fun at all. What was that? It was chartreuse on it. Yeah, it was that. What's that? You... Dickhead! You should be able to smell it, man. <laughs> and then forty minutes later, yeah. There's always a wanker in the group that thinks they're a hero that have to buy a round of shots, and it's always chartreuse. Get it's, that it's away like, from me. Hello, it's chartreuse. Can I come in? <laughs> mm. Mm. Have you guys ever had an ABC shot? Ooh, let's move on. Oh, I think I have. Let's move on. Absence, Bacardi, Chartreuse. Five, oh. five, 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 five. It's got to be specific, Bacardi, though. Five, one, five, one, one, five, one, that's whatever it is. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's that, brutal. That sounds like you can't remember the night. No. Well, that's NRL tipping round 11. And drinking options. And some interesting <laughs> drinks. Basically, for every tip you get wrong, you have to have a shot of green Chartreuse. Oh, oh wow. wow. That is good. Man. Should and we bring a bottle in next that's week? That's what I... we're going to do here live on yeah. the pod next <laughs> week. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Seriously. We're going to Uber here. <laughs> You're on your own, champion. One shot for every tip you get wrong. <laughs> you are on your own. Don't forget. Oh, on my own. Don't forget to change from sharks to dragons or yes. dragons to sharks. Whatever yeah, you yeah, Don't I'll help him. I will. Shot, 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 shot. Oh, shot, man. Shot. My average is not good. I don't want to do five shots of chartreuse on air. Get out of here. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time of the night. All thanks to Fusion Networks. Let's get live and loud for Pistols Multi. Ooh, we're back again for another week. Last week, we're a little bit unlucky, punters. We had an eight-legger. All went south when Hawthorne lost the unlosable to the ca- to uh, the Kangaroos down in Tasmania of all places after being up by 30. I just want to make it clear that if you go back through the... Uh 
the audio from last week, I did say, yeah, be careful. Yeah, I, yeah, be careful. I also said that the under-12 Kurajong Cougars could beat North Melbourne. Well, sorry, Cougars, I've just thrown you under the bus on that one. Uh, this week, we are playing it safe. This is probably the best one so far I've come up with. Money in the bank, take it for all it's worth. We're going to start off with a five-legger this week. Kicking off Thursday night, we've got Cowboys versus Knights. For a little bit of spice and purpose, we're going Cowboys to win 13+. plus. We're going to roll that into Friday where we've got the Lions taken on... Who the Lions got? Doesn't matter. They're playing... <laughs> They're playing, the, they're playing Richmond. Tigers. Doesn't matter. Lions what? versus Richmond at the Gabatoir. Lions are going to win that one. Rolling it into Western Bulldogs to take down St. Kilda. Then this is where it gets really peppery. We've got Roosters versus Broncos. Saturday afternoon. Roosters, 30 plus. Then Storm versus Raiders. Storm, 30 plus. Now, if we power play that, it's 70 to 1. 20 on that, 1,400. That's money for jam, yeah? Would you, would you agree with like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to put 40 on that. I reckon that oh. is... Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Have Doubling you talked to Fusion death. Networks about No, this? no, I'm putting all my own money oh, on that one. Oh, yeah. okay, all right. That, that to me, I think that is that, pretty man? much stand at the TAB with your ticket now because it is cashing in. Get on board it. Cat Gun reckons that's some serious purchase pistols. So, uh, yeah, I'm liking that. Cheers uh, for your help there, Gunny. <laughs> All thanks to Fusion Networks. I'm taking the camera off you now. You can come back to me. All, all thanks to Fusion Networks. As I always say, don't bet with my wallet. Use Fusion Networks for all your computer needs. Thanks, Morgs. Yeah, we're, we're loving this. <laughs> we're loving these this multis. Is, this is going to be the week. This is we're, we're winning on this one. Hey, well, I can put it to you this way. A little bit of live feedback. Um, this is going live and also there. Um, Hendo reckons about as good a bet you have done this year, mate. <laughs> yeah, cheers, Hendo. That's good from Hendo. That yeah. is good, Hendo. That's good form from Hendo. Cat reckons she even kept a straight face when she said that before. <laughs> that's a lie. That's a lie. That's a big that's lie. A lie. Yeah, we know that one. All right, All right. look, we got 14, 14 people go live with us then, so uh, thanks very much Happy for that. Happy days. We're, we're, Cheers for the support. We're, uh, we're, we're going to duck out now. We're going to do this a little bit more from time to time, so uh, peace out. Make sure you listen to the podcast tomorrow. Bye. All right, so before we duck out for the for the evening, I just want to send a big shout-out to me brother Steve and his wife Michelle. They uh, they live up in Ingham, and their kids go to Abigarry, uh School there, so... This Saturday, uh, they're doing a barbecue fundraiser at the Bunnings North Shore store. It's uh, As I mentioned, it's for the Abergarry State School. It's a small little school, 40, 40Ks west of Ingham, where my three nieces all attend. Uh, they've grown from a two-kid school, believe it or not. That was only about 12 months ago. They had literally two kids in the school. They've now grown to 13, so they're starting to, starting to get a bit of growth. I think the, uh, the Queensland education states that if you've got one or two kids at a school, it has to stay open or something, something like that. I'm not 100% sure across it, but they've now got 13 kids going there. So it's, it's going gangbusters, but they are a community-driven school, so any donations, anything they can do is, is going to be paramount to their development on everything. So come on, guys, get on down, support the kids. Buy a sausage and onion at the Bunnings North Shore store. Help out a small community school who are all mad keen cowboy supporters. Onions on top or on bottom? I'm always a fan of onion on top, but uh, due to health and safety regulations, can't do it. <laughs> and you know what? If your kid needs a school, you know where to send them. That's exactly yeah. right. Up at Abergarry, there's a bus. 
Uh, it's actually not a bad little uh, bad little state school up there. It's obviously not big, but they've got a. They've, it, it's pretty good. I've been there a couple of times. To good breeding ground for league players, just quietly. But anyway, yeah. yeah. So I was wondering where you were going with that breeding ground. Oh. It is little little I like, primary. I like where you landed though. <laughs> little primary school. So Bunnings North Shore this Saturday. Any time up until I think four PM it closes off. Grab a sausage and if you've got any loose change, throw it in the tip bucket. Question without notice, fellas. What is the most snags you've ever had in one session? At Bunnings. Oh. Uh, it can be anywhere, but Bunnings I think I've had five. So I go oh. to a little butcher in Ingham. Oh. Mario Chiesa. Or it's Chiesa's butchery. Oh, Chiesa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if it's related to Wade. Could be. There's a hot chance. I believe it is. Hot chance. There you go. I believe they are related. Uh, Chiesa's butchery. Grab some uh, barbecue. You can go the thick or the thin Ooh. barbecue sausages there. I highly recommend the thick ones. I was going to say, are you a thick or a thin man? I, when it comes to Mario Chiesa sausages, I will go the thick ones. Yep. Thank you very much. The thick barbecue sausages. I can eat them all day. So how many? I couldn't tell you an exact number because usually I'm drinking when I'm yeah, eating okay. them. But it, it'd be in the it'd be a dozen. Yeah, I don't nice. know what it is when you're having sausage sizzle where you can just keep going all day. Yeah, you can. But can, if you yeah. cook them at home for dinner, mm. you, three or four, two, you, and you're done, or yeah, three, three, it's and, tops. Yeah, yeah. 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 I like you landed on three or four. Now this is interesting. Your average sausage consumption when you have sausages with you know bangers and mash, whatever, usually two, three, two, three, I three. I can go four easy. Three or four. Yeah, I used to be. Easy three. I'm back back to the two now, I yeah. think. If it's bangers and mash or if it's just sausage, it's a boring meat sausage. Yeah, but when it's in a loaf when it's in a slice of bread with onion, it is like well, if you just the having, most gourmet meal you can ever if you're come just across. It's meat by itself. But I mean you gotta you know, you throw it there's gotta be onions on there yeah. and you, you have your sauce, a bit of gravy. Butter. Yeah. Do you butter your bread? No. You oh, I've, I've not, not, when, not when I have it with that. I have not used Unless butter on bread in really? about twenty years. Really? The only time I have Toasted sandwich. Wow. Purely for the non-stick part. I'm flawed. Got there rid of go. saturated fats years ago, my friend. That's why you're looking so sharp. Did you, though? No. Nah. <laughs> have, have a Diet Coke. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, if you are paying attention last night, you would have seen us on Instagram at on the ranch nq and i believe it's the same handle on facebook which if you were paying attention last night you would have seen us there as well yeah, and a couple of liveies there for briefly a you can find me at xr bob on twitter you can find pistol at the on the spot facebook page i think you can find him on twitter as well and i think instagram i'm actually you going social to, media yeah what? look at me go i'm actually gonna try and uh, the last two weeks i've been meaning to get a video out i Gone well. It's it it hasn't been from a lack of effort or slackness. It's because I've been tied up with other commitments and I couldn't get it out. Yeah, so lack of effort. But uh, I'm going to try it this week, and it's going to be in the theme of a Hulk Hogan wrestling promotion. Oh God, look forward to that. At Morgan Holmes, Evans is on uh, all the other socials. If you know what I mean, Gene. Anyway, sorry. Wow. <laughs> I was just going to say, go over Cowboys and go over Multi. Yeah, get Definitely on that multi. multi. That is worth every cent. And get the hell down to North Shore Buttons <laughs> Saturday. And let us know how many snags you can put away because I'm going to turn up with a hungry belly because yeah. I haven't had any junk, junk food. But I've been very clean for a bit. I'm going to go for six. I think I'm actually volunteered to do the 12 to 4 shift on that as well. So that's a, see me. that's a big shift. So don't go to our shift. Mm. Um, I'll, I'll be over on the island. Look at the, the trial run series. Uh, Coming to the trial run series oh, happening happy on uh, Saturday afternoon. So, so look, time you're looking for. 
Oh, no, no, no. I'm on the microphone. No, there's no running here, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to kid anyone. I'm not going to try and fib anyone into that one. I literally stand at the pub on the microphone as the runners come on in. At the pub? Yeah, we finish at the pub. Yeah, oh, it's a great finish. Oh, perfect. Which Picnic paper. Pub? Picnic no, 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 no. Horseshoe. Okay, okay. 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 Yeah. Oh, that's good. They oh, come across here, yeah, the park, at the, the vacant land at the back mm. there, they come running through there, and then it's between uh, yep. the pub and where the food used to be. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they're they come through there. Function room, yeah, they come right. through a little bit there. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's a great little finishing area. Excellent. It's good too, Saturday Very close pub to the there. Because they've got a dairy. Saturday race is going to be going off at Arcadia. Mm. Oh. All right. Well, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening or tuning in tonight. Although, you'll be listening tomorrow which is today for you and you would have tuned last night and who's the Russell Coyd here Cl- clean <laughs> clean sign off <laughs> thank you very much go the Cowboys bye good bye. night from the pistol up the cows have a good weekend everyone gonna back in time <laughs> oh Jesus you sure you didn't have a couple of shots of green shatteries <laughs> when we weren't looking recording the intro i am keeping that you can keep that all you want it's patented (laughs) it's not i put a patent on it you can't pretty sure i did i'm 100 you can't well how do you patent something if i'm putting a patent on it and you're saying i can't patent it when clearly i can't you can't patent it you could potentially copyright it yeah oh i'm copywriting it Yeah, it's like you own one cleaning company and you think you know about cleaning Pepsi Max out of carpet. I got some idea, yeah. Actually, you probably would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what. I'm I was being complimental. I'm sorry if it sounded sarcastic. <laughs> sounded <Sorry>. very sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> I know a good carpet cleaner. Yeah, okay, sweet.